are you fat bitches? On it.com. That's uh simple as could be. On it.com. I T dot C O M. Did you just spell it wrong? O N N I T? Uh I, I misheard you. Oh. You know why? No alpha brain. But forget the alpha brain for this second. It's uh the middle of July. If you haven't gotten to the beach yet, it's because one reason. Because you're probably fat. You're a fat piece of shit. <laughs> Gotta be honest here. On it though, is changing that. For free. That's the key here. For free. On it has put out why you can't see your abs plus a six week transformation plan. Like I said, summer, it's here. It isn't approaching quickly anymore. It's fucking here. Obviously, you should have been training since February, maybe March, because uh, now the beach is calling your name, and that six-pack under your shirt. So if you're one of those, it ain't there. If you're one of those people who like to go to uh, those fucking February fucking vacations, uh, now's your time. Yeah, start getting in shape. Abs are being the kitchen. Hate to say it. It took me a while, but I'm starting to learn that uh, abs are definitely made in the kitchen. Five reasons. That abs are made in the kitchen. You know why? Do you know why? Let's hear it. I got five reasons. Carbs, sugar. They raise your blood sugar. You don't want that. Excessive carbs and sugar that aren't used for immediately energy, what do they do? They store as fat. We don't want fat. It's a shitty three-letter word. You know what's a good three-letter word? Ass. Pussy. Oh. You got abs, <laughs> you, get, you get ass. High fructose corn syrup. Not good. The devil. You know why? It's the devil. It's the motherfucking devil. Causes weight gain and increased fat. Again, fat, three-letter word, not good. Three-letter good word, ass. Five-letter good word? Vagina. Terrible. I know, it's the plan. Yeah. Have you noticed none of these have... (laughs) Number four, insulin is a lipogenic hormone. So what's it cause you to do? What's it cause you to store? These nuts. (laughs) The fat. Number five, protein and dietary fat have no significant impact on raising your blood sugar pretty much we can go on all fucking day about this but you know what on it.com they've got these five key things to losing the fat getting the abs they got the six week transformation diet plan they're gonna put your ass in the gym they're gonna have your abs hanging out you're gonna have your dick hanging out you're gonna be slinging it you're gonna have blondes brunettes redheads asians indians whites blacks dominicans Puerto Ricans, all the pussy you could get up to your fucking ears. Onit.com slash mayhem. Bitch. Warning. The following show features stories told by unpaid professionals. Accordingly, we the producers insist that no one attempt to recreate or reenact any story or advice you may hear on this show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. What's going on, you bad motherfuckers? How you doing? Man Cave Mayhem, episode 18. Here we are already, July 25th, 2016. Less than a week away from August... For you young cats out there listening, I hate to say it, but your summer's pretty much, it's, it's past its peak. 
you're going back to school pretty soon. Shouldn't really say young cats. I mean, if you're in college, you're doing your thing. You could be fucking 40, 50 years old going to college. But uh, looks like this is going to be a solo podcast depending on my co-host. If he can make it here, we uh, we got some rough weather, rough weather going on here in Jersey. We got flood warnings going on. And uh, Carlos is stuck at work, not because of the flood, but because his boss, CEO, whatever you want to call him, is a fucking goomba. And uh, I don't know, being an asshole as of late. Uh, I thought thought this kid was going to have a new job soon with a promotion. Shouldn't say new job, just new title. With a promotion, solid six to two shifts. But uh, I don't know if things aren't looking good. According to him, from what I can tell, so I don't know what's going to happen, but unfortunately, that's that's part of the uh, real world, I guess, growing up. One of the main things that sucks behind, besides bills and, you know, shit like that, is the whole work thing. Me, personally, my one job in the city, I enjoy it. I love it. You know, being in the the broadcasting field and the radio biz, it's what I went to school for. And here we are five years later with a podcast on iTunes, which uh, you better be subscribed to and giving it those five-star ratings. If not, I'll come over your house and beat you over the head with a bat. But, uh, yeah, you know, you get stuck at a job that, that sucks and you can't really do anything about it. I mean, you can, but... If it's paying the bills, you gotta suffer. But growing up, you know, you uh, you gotta do stuff you don't want to do. Things you're not forced, you know, you get forced into things. And uh, unfortunately, that seems to be the case now. You know, I, I work two jobs. I, I work both jobs tomorrow, so that ruins that. I play softball on Wednesday night, so we couldn't get together on Wednesday. Thursday night, I already got plans going down the shore. Friday, Saturday, work, work, and, uh, you know, our normal Sunday thing, but we're going to be looking to possibly switch things up with the NFL season coming up, and uh, the the main reason I had to do this podcast was, you know, like I said, I've been in the radio business industry, whatever you want to call it, for a little over five years now, used to have my own sports show. For those of you listening right now that have been with me from from day one, whether it was being just a friend who knew and listened and supported the Matty O Sports Show that was over on uh, ah, I'm losing it right now. I can't even think. That was about oh a year and a half, and then. Uh, you know, things just, they don't pan out. You move on. You, you move on to bigger and better things. But the point of the story being that, uh, you know, you, you get these weeks. Like, we do a podcast once a week. I was doing a sports show once a week. And you get these weeks where, you know, dick happens. And then you get weeks like we've had this week where, I mean, every couple of hours, you got big breaking news. I, I mean, I wrote down a bunch of shit to talk about um, 
on this week's podcast, and uh, mainly starting from last Tuesday, I uh, I started this list up, and it was you know it was there. There was a you know six seven things on the list, but between the last two three days, this list has grown to about. 15, 18 topics that I'm trying to hit. So it's been a, a wild, wild weekend all over, though. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's mainly sports stories that have really been the uh, main thing here that we're going to be hitting on. So if you're uh, not a sports fan, I apologize in advance. But uh, I don't want you to turn it off. I want you to still listen, you know, at Showtime40 on Twitter at underscore man cave mayhem on twitter give me the feedback anyway you know you might not be a sports fan but maybe i can educate you on something or uh you know you might learn something or have an opinion about something or another that uh i help contribute so i'd like to say we're going to do it in no particular order because basically these are all like current event things but uh I'm just going to go in the order, I guess, of the list, the way I wrote it down, based on when it happened. So, last week, episode 17, one of our current events that we talked about, the whole... I'm not going to spend much time on this, because I really could care less. But, uh... Could care less? No, I couldn't care less. No. How's it go? I could... I don't know. Leave me alone right now. <laughs> anyway, the uh, the whole Taylor Swift thing with Kanye West and Kim, you know, if you don't know by now, you must be living under a fucking rock or you just don't give a fuck. But, uh, you know, basically, Taylor Swift getting called out for, uh, you know, trying to play the victim here, in my opinion. And uh, now she's trying to go a step further. And apparently in California, they got some strict rules about recording phone calls and stuff and privacy I guess so Taylor Swift is attempting to sue both Kanye and Kim and uh, the fines were like insane I want to say like a million or something but I mean a million dollars to me that's a big deal but to them they laugh at it but uh, as for they could be facing jail time of three years do you imagine that recording a phone conversation and then you know, three years you're spent in prison? You gotta be shitting me. But, um, I obviously don't see that happening. Just not, no chance, no chance in hell to, uh, to quote the great Vince McMahon. There, that's not gonna happen whatsoever. I mean, Bruce Jenner, for, for God's sakes, back when he was Bruce and didn't have a s- decent set of tits on him, he, uh, he was involved in a DUI, you know, and someone was killed. I don't, I don't know the, the whole story, whether he was driving or someone drove into him and his car hit another person, whatever it may be. Someone died. Bruce Jenner was involved, and he didn't go to jail. So, <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's not going to happen. Um, but, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I need to say about that like I said I really don't give that much of a fuck but there's some people out there who could so if you do so be it um 
Then, Tuesday night, as I mentioned last week on episode 17, the big Raw Smackdown live brand split occurred. And it was fun. It was great. I enjoyed it. Um, ironically, I wasn't sure about it. Like, I, you know, obviously it's uh, scripted entertainment, whatever you want to call it. But I was saying to myself, I wonder if the s- superstars getting drafted, if they have any idea of where they're going to be going. You know, if it's scripted already, like, you know, Seth Rollins, you're going to Raw. Dean Ambrose, you're going to SmackDown. You know, you're, they're told ahead of time. And um, Sasha Banks did an interview this past week with, I want to say BET, if I remember correctly. And she said, yeah, we we didn't know. We didn't have a clue um, what, what was going on. We weren't sure where we were going, you know. She said she was upset because... Um, you know, she got split up from her certain friends that now she'll only see four times a year um, at certain pay-per-views. I forget exactly which pay-per-views are going to be joined. And then the rumor is that they were going to try and do each uh, each brand was going to have their own pay-per-view, which I think is pretty cool. But, I, I mean, definitely WrestleMania <clears throat> is going to be joined together. I want to say SummerSlam... Um, maybe Hell in a Cell. I, I'm I'm really not sure. I don't want to start just rattling off pay per views, giving uh, false hope for here and there. But uh, no, very exciting draft. Um, as I said, they held the draft last Tuesday night uh, for just the ninth time in company history, and of course, this was all since the uh, 2002 and exp- an extended split. It's a brand for the second time following the initial. 2002 to 2011 one so uh i thought it went pretty well like i said some people not so happy um the reason i could see not being happy of course could be with so much talent between raw and smackdown i was like all right you know i'm not a big smackdown guy i'll maybe look at the app and see what happens or i'll read along and and see what happens but I was like, this will, you know, doing a live show, doing the brand splits, this, you know, it's going to make you want to watch both products. Like Raw, three hours on a Monday, SmackDown, two hours on a Tuesday. And then you get a little, you know, you got to wait five days until your next WWE show. But I was like, you know what, it could work. I think it's going to be exciting. And uh, in that sense, I was completely wrong because... My God, the one-sidedness of this draft. Um, Raw with uh, Stephanie McMahon running Raw with her special GM, who was revealed to be Mick Foley, which was great to see. And then SmackDown being run by Shane McMahon with his special GM, which was revealed to be um, Daniel Bryan, who, I don't know, the story's great and everything, but I just, I really don't care enough about Daniel Bryan. Never really liked him that much to uh, the point where I was, oh my God, it's Daniel Bryan. I'm so happy to be back. Yes, 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 you know. 
But uh, the draft, like I said, just just really one-sided to me. Um, so, like I said, quick quickly just to recap it, we're going to have Raw on Mondays, which is going to be about 3 hours and 5 minutes from 8 to 11. And then SmackDown on Tuesdays, same time, 8 to 10. Uh, Raw, like I said, with their commissioner being Stephanie McMahon, their GM being Mick Foley. And SmackDown, their commissioner being Shane McMahon, with their GM being Daniel Bryan. Amazingly enough, Raw has been around 24 years already. And SmackDown, 16. I, I, that's, wow. When you think about it, I mean, I'm 24, so I've been alive for the entire Raw. Obviously, don't remember until about, I don't know, 96, 7, 8. Uh, SmackDown, though, I remember that from, from the first one. The uh, the big deal SmackDown was. Now the uh, the draft rules for those of you who don't know, Raw got the first pick, SmackDown got the second pick at the start of each round. For the televised portion, Raw received three picks for every two SmackDown picks. Those things eventually evened out later on. Uh, they finished off the rest of the draft on the WWE app for just nine ninety nine. You could have saw what was going on. There's a, my uh, cheap plug for this week's episode of Man Cave Mayhem. Another cheap plug. Why not? As for tag teams, they could be drafted as a single unit, whether it was two or three wrestlers, such as, you know, uh, Enzo and Cass being one tag team, and then you get the, the three tag teams, such as the Club or uh, the Wyatts, the New Day, however you want to go about it. Um, unless the Commissioner GM wanted to just draft one of the individual superstars first splitting up the team which we did see um, as we'll get into in just a few minutes and uh, for the NXT eligibility there was going to be six planned call-ups for the WWE's developmental brand split so real quick we'll run it down first overall pick not really a surprise here was Seth Rollins um, and then Smackdown got the second overall pick with uh, the heavyweight champ Dean Ambrose. Um, in the next round, they had uh, Raw. Raw got the WWE Women's Champion Charlotte. They got Finn Balor from NXT, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, the Tag Team Champions, The New Day, Sami Zayn, Sasha Banks, Chris Jericho, the United States Champion Rusev with Lana, Kevin Owens, Enzo and Cass, The Club, Just Gallows and Anderson, The Big Show, Nia Jax from NXT, Neville, who should be making his return fairly soon, possibly tonight. Uh, we'll find out in about, Raw kicks off in about 28 minutes or so from now. Sheamus, The Golden Truth, Uncle Titus O'Neil, Paige, Darren Young, Sin Cara, Jack Swagger, The Dudley Boys, Summer Rae, Mark Henry, Braun Strowman, Bo Dallas, The Shining Stars, Alicia Fox, Dana Brooks, and Curtis Axel. Uh, as for SmackDown, they went with, like I said, Dean Ambrose, followed up with AJ Styles, John Cena, Randy Orton, who made his return last night at WWE Battleground, which we will also cover uh, during this podcast. Bray Wyatt, Becky Lynch, the Intercontinental Champion at the time, and still The Miz, uh, Baron Corbin, American Alpha Tag Team from NXT, Dolph Ziggler, Natty, Alberto Del Rio, splitting up Alberto Del Rio and Paige. Uh, maybe that helps my chances with getting with Paige in the near future. I don't know. We'll see. She got to check those DMs. 
uh, the Usos, Kane, Kalisto, Naomi, the Ascension, Zack Ryder, Apollo Crews, Alexa Bliss from NXT, Brizango, Eva Marie, the Vaude Villains, Eric Rowan, Mojo Rawley from NXT, and Carmella from NXT. So they split up the Wyatt family. They split up the club. Uh, I think that was the only tag teams that were really split up, if I remember correctly. But, I mean, you look at the first, just say first five picks, or first ten picks for each show. Uh, Raw with Seth Rollins, obviously a must-watch. Charlotte, I guess so. Finn Balor coming up. That's going to be fun to see what they do with him. I expect him to work with uh, Chris Jericho, as most guys seem to do when they first come in to the WWE. Roman Reigns, obviously you want to see. The Beast, Brock Lesnar. The WWE Tag Team Champions, The New Day. Sami Zayn, Sasha Banks, Jericho, Rusev, and KO, and Enzo and Cass. Those, I mean, those guys right there, they're all and, and gals, are must-watch TV versus SmackDown, who, you you know, D-Man Rose. I guess a lot of people enjoy him, you know, kind of lukewarm, but I, I enjoy his work. AJ Styles and John Cena, Randy Orton, all three I like. I like Bray Wyatt, of course. Becky Lynch, eh. I feel like she's uh, she's kind of become a jobber, slightly getting buried. I could be wrong. Feel free to disagree with me there. Uh, the Miz, who I can't stand, you know, he does his heel takes his heel role very well. Baron Corbin, I don't care. Could care less. Uh, American Alpha, excited to see what they bring. Dolph Ziggler, bleh. He'll probably be out of the company soon. But a very very solid draft overall, I'd say. Um, I enjoyed it. Looking forward to seeing what they do tonight. Speaking of Raw, speaking of Brock Lesnar, it came out. Brock, uh, we stated last week, failed the drug test. Well, Brock Lesnar failed a second drug test. And, uh, yeah, Brock Lesnar, the PED man of the UFC. Uh, I don't know. Just, was it really necessary, Brock? I mean, did, did you really need to go through and do all this? And it just keeps coming out, just getting uglier and uglier. But We'll see. We'll see what the WWE decides to do now as uh, he's supposed to face Randy Orton at SummerSlam. And uh, Randy Orton last night cut a, a pretty solid promo on his upcoming SummerSlam match with the Beast Brock Lesnar and took a pretty good shot at Brock Lesnar saying um, something along the lines, you know, He's well aware that Brock could take him to Suplex City, but uh, Brock needs to be aware that out of nowhere, Randy Orton could take him to Viperville. And then he paused for a moment and kind of gave a smirk and said, no enhancement needed. So I thought that was pretty pretty cool on his part. Um, and then things kind of died down for the week. You know, um, got, got kind of slow, I guess. But then things started churning again in the sports world. Uh, it came out Friday, I believe, I want to say, that uh, Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott, who turned 21 the night before, um, his girlfriend, I believe, decided that she was going to make an attempt to ruin his NFL career before it even started and made a claim that he had hit her and made 
put his hands on her. So we'll see how far that goes. There was a police report that was filed, as uh, you would expect. But according to witnesses that were in the area of the time, they say that that did not happen. That Ezekiel Elliott did not put his hands on this woman. Uh, another funny sports story that came out this week. I I think it might be one of the most funny um, baseball stories to really hit in a long while. <laughs> but Saturday, White Sox pitcher Chris Sale was scheduled to make a start. And during the afternoon, um, it came out that he was going to be scratched from the start. And rumors started to swirl. Maybe he was going to be on the trade deadline, which is this Sunday, July 31st. That So maybe the, you know, the White Sox were going to possibly look to deal him, so they were saving him. Maybe they had a deal already that night, so they had to get rid of him. Whatever the case may be. But, um, yeah, so, so they said that, that was a rumor. And then there was a rumor that he got into a physical altercation with a player over something silly. Then there was another rumor he got into an argument and an altercation with the manager of the Detroit Tigers. So all this is running wild. By the end of it on Saturday night, the truth comes out that the White Sox were scheduled to wear these pretty ugly throwback uniforms. They reportedly had a collar on them, which... I don't know if I'd want to play baseball in a collared uniform. I mean, a shirt. It's like playing in a polo. It just ugh. doesn't sound very comfortable. Easy to breathe in. Easy to throw, hit, whatever. Uh, Chris Sale agreed with me. Did not like the way these uh, uniforms looked. And decided he was going to show up to the ballpark a little earlier than his teammates. Go around with a pair of scissors and a little snippy snippy. And make some adjustments if you will to these uniforms and uh that he did he cut up every single uniform in in the locker room and took it upon his hel- himself to decide yeah we're, we're not wearing those tonight I, i'm not really feeling them and uh they sent him home for that and as of yesterday he has been suspended five games by the white Sox, not mlb so we shall see how far that goes. Um, I mentioned Ezekiel Elliott. I mentioned the NFL. NFL training camp starting up today for uh, a handful of teams. I know my Eagles started up today. I, uh, I tweeted out earlier. It's so nice to see Eagles beat writers tweeting again about training camp and what they're seeing. Because they get such a in-depth look. And they get to see everything firsthand on like rookies and who's looking good, who they think could be cut. Then they start, you know, working with their other colleagues and making the list of who they think will be cut versus who they think makes the team and so on and so forth. So good to see that again. I will be at the link this Sunday, July 31st. Gates open at 10 a.m. I believe the plan is to hit up section 105 if you're part of uh, what we like to call Eagles Twitter. So if you're listening to the podcast this week, make sure 
to be at the link if you're an Eagles fan. Definitely be at the link at the Eagles training camp and see what's going on. Um, oh, how could I forget? I almost did, but thanks to that bark that you probably heard because I realized last week you could hear him making noise to uh, get attention upstairs. My little man Theo, who celebrated his six-month birthday last week, right, last week? Yeah, I get oh, ten days ago, actually. He, uh, he got the old snippy-snippy, what I like to call the old Bruce Jenner treatment this past Friday. So, uh, took it like a champ, though. Uh, his first day, he was pretty out of it. He was pretty drugged up, and he, he was whimpering and crying a bit. He also had a, a cyst removed from his back, unfortunately, but uh, and he got chipped, so God forbid he's ever loose, they could just scan his back, and uh, they'll say, hey, Theo belongs to Matt, and Matt lives here, so we'll go do him the favor of dropping him off. So, that I did, but uh, he's, he's doing alright. I know a couple of you asked about me, and or asked about him. Uh, I appreciate that you've reached out, asked, and uh, even gave me some advice on to how to make him feel better. So, I appreciate that. Um, another interesting thing that happened yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before? Uh, Conor McGregor, my cousin Conor. He posted a picture on his Instagram with Cristiano Ronaldo and boy oh boy are they jacked. They're a couple of one, two handsome fucks. Honest to God, Cristiano Ronaldo, the body on this man, standing next to a professional UFC fighter. If you didn't know any better, you would think that Ronaldo was the UFC fighter or just a bodybuilder and Conor McGregor was just hanging out with him. But, my God, the, the body on these two, and uh, who knows? Maybe maybe Cristiano Ronaldo gets out of the uh, soccer world for a little bit and steps in, into the octagon. Who knows? Um, next story came out, I'm not sure when. Oh, no, I think early this morning. I was looking at the wrong, wrong note here. Um, I don't have too many details on it. I'm sure they will emerge, um, obviously, later on, tonight, tomorrow, throughout the week. Uh, this is not really sports-related at all, but another nightclub shooting took place last night in Florida. Um, like I said, I don't have too many details. I don't know if how many suspects there were. I, I want to say I saw two or three, and they had one in... They, they had one, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't again I don't want to give out false information and have us or have you the listeners be upset with me the host Matt about you know not knowing the facts so more and more will come out about that <laughs> uh, on a lighter note I guess you could say we've had him in the past in our current event situation Cat <laughs> Williams arrested once again, for hitting a woman. Uh, not sure what, <laughs> what the deal is with Cat Williams. And uh, just hanging out with the wrong crowds and being at the wrong end of uh, the law. But Cat Williams at it again. This time arrested for hitting a woman. 
Uh, as we know, we talked about last week, Pokemon Go, still the cool thing going on and taking over the country. Uh, I see that Nick Johnson of New York stole my idea. I like to say it's my idea. He took the five minutes of fame and he collected all the possible United States continental Pokemon by walking eight miles a day roughly for two weeks throughout NYC and then he took a Uber to Jersey City to catch the final two that he needed to so shout out to Nick Johnson uh, I hope the fame if there is any treats you well but I am closing in Nick Johnson and for anyone else out there I am closing in my Pokedex currently has 104 Pokemon out of the 145, I want to say, that you can get uh, in the continental United States. But I have some that I can evolve, but I'm currently waiting a little bit to do that as well. But the cool story I saw today is that, rest well, I saw it yesterday, restaurants are now paying, and restaurants, bars, um, stores, they're paying, I guess the people who came up with the Pokemon Go concept and they are paying them to have Pokestops at their place of business so that way they will gain people you know people's business which I guess is pretty cool you know depending on what you have to spend to get a Pokestop um, the way this game's been I think it'll be I think it, it's a great business plan I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I would, you know, I went, I work in the city, and you really can't walk a half a block without running into a Pokestop. And I'm sure that's how it is for major cities, you know, Miami, Chicago, L.A., San Fran, Boston, wherever it may be, Detroit, et cetera, et cetera. But there's going to be real-life Pokestops now, apparently, and they're going to be building them like bars, and there's going to be like you know paintings and real life, not real life, but you know I guess mascots of the team. Or sorry, I'm watching uh, baseball. Uh, real life Pokemon, people dressed up as uh, Pikachu and stuff like that, which I think is a pretty cool idea. I would I would check that out if they put one in the in New York City or in New Jersey. Um, what else do we got? Greg Jennings, the 10 year veteran, hanging up the cleats today. After 10 years uh, with the Packers, Vikings, and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, MLB trade deadline also this Sunday. I believe July 31st. That's how it usually is, right at midnight. Uh, mainly quiet. Not really a, a insane trade deadline. Obviously, we know the NBA trade deadline, if you're a fan, is the cool thing where it's the most exciting to see. Um, but we had our first big deal, in my eyes, happen today as the Yankees dealt um, their closer, Araldis Chapman, to the Chicago Cubs uh, for their number one shortstop prospect, Glebar Torres, uh, McKinney, Adam Warren, who was once a Yankee, is now back who ironically they traded along with Brendan Ryan to the Cubs in the offseason to get 
uh, Starling Castro. So now it looks like an even better deal because it's basically they traded Brendan Ryan and a half a year's worth of service of Adam Warren to get Starling Castro. So I think that's pretty good. And uh, I, I think there's also another player to be named um, in that as well. So the MLB trade deadline, like I said, not always big deals, but I think this was a pretty big deal. The Yankees getting three or four prospects. Um, oh, look at that, breaking news. The, see, this is why it's fun to podcast. You never know what could happen. Cavaliers and coach Tyron Liu agreed to a five-year extension worth $35 million, reports The Vertical as he won his NBA title in his first season as head coach. So impressive, and now he's making $7 million a year. Hopefully he can use some of that money to block out the AI step-over play from 15 years or so ago, and uh, he can get that out of his head because now he's making that AI money. But uh, as I was saying, yeah, the, the MLB trade deadline, not always that exciting, but I think the Yankees made a pretty good trade here. Obviously, being an average team, I don't think they were going anywhere. Sitting in fourth place, I, I just don't see how the Yankees could really do much with what they have. And uh, I think trading Araldis Chapman for prospects and getting Adam Warren back could, could play a pivotal role in the uh, future of the New York Yankees. And the Cubs, obviously as a World Series favorite, now solidifying their bullpen, getting one of the best closers in the game. You, you just you can't be mad at that. That's obviously a great job by them as well. And they are now even more of a heavy favorite to win in October and bring home their first World Series title since 1908. Uh, speaking of MLB, staying on the topic the kid, in my opinion, one of the, if not the greatest baseball players I have ever seen all around, Ken Griffey Jr. Gets, got inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame over the weekend, along with some bum, Mike Piazza. But uh, no, shout out to Ken Griffey Jr., by far the sweetest swing in MLB history. No debate, don't at me, save your opinion if you don't agree with me, because it's trash. But, I mean, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, again, it's at Showtime40. I, I guess I'll listen, but I'm not going to agree with you. Um, Josh Gordon, the big pothead that he is, is has been reinstated as of today, thanks to Roger Goodell and uh, some others. And he will be... Um, he will serve a four-game suspension, but then he will be back come week five of the NFL season. And good news, as an Eagles fan, we play the Cleveland Browns in our home opener, so we will not see Josh Gordon. And then more good news, as an Eagles fan, the Cowboys have to play him, and so do the New York Giants. So we shall see how that plays out. Uh, my Miami Heat with a great deal today signing can we call him a veteran maybe i don't know signing dion waiters six man six man dion waiters to a two-year six million dollar dirt cheap deal i think it was a great deal um i'm excited about that and 
can we say we don't have a dumbass of the week segment on this show but if we did and if I do decide to ever bring it up again Alden Smith will be the first inductee into the dumbass of the week Hall of Fame if you don't know Alden Smith is serving a suspension um, this year to start the NFL season because he likes to uh, light up the tree and Alden Smith, there was a periscope today. Now, you don't see his face, but there was a periscope about a man smoking a blunt. And, like I said, you don't see his face. And there's a female voice in there who tells him, you know, you're stupid. You shouldn't be doing this. Why would you broadcast this? And the man behind the <laughs> the camera replies, it's not a big deal it's not like I say I'm Alden Smith. <laughs> I, I mean, what really can you say about people like this? Like, that's <laughs> so bad that you could be that dumb to bring that up and, and just pretty much throw yourself under the bus. It's it's horrible. But uh, yeah, dumbass of the week goes to Alden Smith. Uh, that's about pretty much it. It's been a quiet week for me. Uh, work's good. Um, I wish I could say the same about my co-host Carlos. I haven't received a text from him in the uh, past 45 minutes or so, so he's probably still stuck at work. Um, hopefully we can find him a, a better job where he's not dealing with this bullshit. Um... That's about it, though. I mean, other than that, I think I hit on everything that I really wanted to bring up um, that I had wrote down and and wanted to talk about this week. Like I said, it was a big week. Uh, I know it was a short podcast, only about 35, 40 minutes, whatever it's been. Um, but obviously, if, if he were here, if anyone were here, they would weigh in and they would have their own two cents to add about everything. And uh, now, unfortunately, we we don't have that, so it's it's going to be cut short. But I think there are a lot of good topics that we hit on. Um, again, it's at Showtime40 on Twitter. It's at underscore Man Cave Mayhem on Twitter. If you would like to comment, tweet us, DM us, um, whatever you want to do, and reach out to us and, and tell us how you felt about this week's podcast. You want to give your opinion? Um, I'm I'm open to it as always. You know, I mean, there's really I, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I can't explain it, how much it means to us. That I will say on behalf of both of us. I know it means a lot to him too. Um, you know, we said it before. We we just came up with this plan and we put it together and said, hey, you know, why don't we do a podcast and. Uh, here we are, going on five five months. I think it's five months today, actually. February twenty second. I want to say it was our debut. Uh, I could be wrong there, but um, here we are, five months later, on iTunes. You're rating, you're subscribing, 
You're telling your mothers, your grandmothers, you know, your grandpa, your dad, your friends, your sister, your mother, your brother, co-workers. You're telling everybody and you're spreading the man cave mayhem, mayhem. You're, you're telling them all to catch on and listen to Matt and Carlos. And, and we appreciate that as always. But uh, like I said, that, that's pretty much going to do it for this week. Um, we got Raw coming on now. In about 10 minutes, so I'm going to be looking forward to catching that. Uh, I'll be live tweeting throughout the show. If you're, if you're interested, then uh, why not tweet me back, follow me, do something, show me some love. And uh, we will be back, uh, I want to say next week. We'll figure it out. We'll keep you guys updated again. At underscore Man Cave Mayhem on Twitter and at Man Cave Mayhem on Instagram to find the links to all our podcasts all our news and uh anything else that we want to keep and keep you guys updated about so again stay black you cocksuckers and we will catch you guys next week